Ladies and gentlemen, welcome inside Valley of the Nerds. I know this is not the voice you're used to hearing do the introduction, but he is busy doing, I don't know, Alex, what is Manny doing nowadays? He's life. learning, right? He's learning, life, bro. Yeah. He's like, he's, you know, um, and that Kanye West album, or that guy, <laughs> I'm just learning, man, get my degrees. That's our boy right now. But my name is Brand Rosenthal. Alongside me today is Alex Munoz. We are Valley of the Nerds. We are missing our third Manny, but he'll be back soon. I promise you. Um, we just couldn't make it tonight. But this is our first show in almost like it feels like eight to ten months. Really, it's it's been a long time since we've met. A whole lot has happened, um, but not really at the same time. Like a lot right. of time has passed. It's, it's COVID times. So it's, it's hard to keep track of, of uh, you know, yeah. the days and the months and the years. And I think a lot of people can understand this. We really wanted to bring you, bring a show, kind of create, but it was just tough, man. Like there's just a lot of weirdness going on and a lot of, uh, a lot of moving parts in everybody's lives. And, you know, we're just thankful we're able to record today. So we're, we're here. We're going to talk about a few different things. We're going to get into Marvel. We're going to talk about the Marvel, the year that Marvel had in 2021, some of the Disney Plus shows that we all liked. We'll get into um, Spider-Man, some Spider-Man talk, not too much because I haven't seen it, but Alex has. So we'll get into some spoilers though. So be prepared if you haven't seen any of this stuff that we're going to talk about it. So, um, you know, this is a spoiler, spoiler zone. And we're going to get into Book of Boba Fett. So mm-hmm. hopefully everybody is caught up on that. And then we're going to talk about some show recommendations at the end of the show. Um, we're mm-hmm. aiming to bring everybody about a 30, 35 minute show. And that's keep it, keep it at that range. You know, we've had some long shows in the past, but we want to be consistent, stay short and have a lot of fun while doing so. Alex, any thoughts on that? Excellent. Excellent. Let's go. Let's start. Let's, let's rock and roll, dude. So um, the Marvel recap. 2021 they had a really solid year despite not even releasing a lot of movies in theaters um and the whole uh scarlett johansson thing that kind of yeah. just got brushed under the rug like yeah, right what is a little payoff pay how about how about um, a crap load of money how about that you want some yep. of that yeah, everything's she, fine and then she's like hmm maybe i can direct a marvel movie now <laughs> <laughs> she's like totally fine obviously yes so, they released Disney by day. They released four mm-hmm. shows on Disney Plus, and that is a brand new thing for them. Not like Netflix shows the past. These were four like movies, production quality, millions and millions of dollars being spent here. We had WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, aka the Falcon and Bucky show, Loki and Hawkeye. Yeah. Out of those four shows, Alex, which one was your favorite? Uh, uh, Loki, by far. Uh, I mean, WandaVision is a close second, so I can't really say by far. Uh, but Loki just had an amazing performance, you know, by uh, Tom Hiddleston, right? Did I say the last name, pronounce the last did. name correctly? You did, yeah. Um, but I mean, just come on. I mean, the guy's a talent. And, and that's one thing that has set, you know, the Marvel and the Disney Plus show specifically apart from everything else is that they've gotten top tier talent. Uh, obviously they paid the big bucks, but I mean, I think it was well worth it. WandaVision was, was also fantastic. I have not seen Hawkeye, but I'll be honest. I think I'll put Hawkeye even still ahead of Falcon and winter soldier. I did not like it. Didn't care for it. Uh, there was some great things that it brought, uh, to the, the, the universe, right. The, the, the infamous dance that we, we got to see by oh, the Zemo, uh, Zemo dance, yeah, right? the Zemo dance. I mean, who can forget that? But uh, other than that, man, I just, I just wasn't into it. I couldn't get into it. You know, I, I, I won't be back uh, to watch those, uh, that show, but the other two Loki and WandaVision. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
I did, you know, I saw all four. Um, I, I think I agree with your ranking, but I think that Loki is above and beyond the best show. And mm. I think the other three are kind of closer together than maybe some other folks think. Because uh, I did like Hawkeye and I did like Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, However, after reading more about it and, you know, watching videos, you know, shout out to new rock stars for always keeping me informed, you know, they had a very similar plot to what was actually happening in the world. I think like in that show, they were going to release a virus and you know how these TV executive go there. I was like, Oh my God, it's happening. Really? Like, we can't do that. Like, <laughs> so they changed everything, which why a lot of it didn't make sense. That's why some characters weren't used properly. And, but then like NBC and ABC, like write COVID into shows like, oh, like right. no, 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 that's going to be a part of the plot now. So it's like, they shy away from it in that aspect, but then yeah. they write it into other shows. So the ho- typical Hollywood fashion, we have no idea what the hell they're doing any, all the time. Yeah, I, I did like it simply because Falcon and Winter Soldier focus on um, the racial aspect mm. of Marvel. And that has never really been mentioned in the big screen. They talked about it in comics, obviously, and, yeah. you know, but as far as the big screen and how um, the MCU's government let's say has treated black people and yeah and that was i don't want to say cool but it was it was really awesome to see that on the big screen to talk about it and to kind of go into these kind of things and you know sam Wilson's. i think he was good for that part i know you're not huge on um anthony mackie as an actor no but i think in that particular role and also the the actor that they play um uh, the, that played the old man damn i can't remember his name I don't, oh I'm yeah not, yeah sure yeah, sure we're not gonna, i'm not gonna fact uh, check carl right carl lumley i think is, is who was, it was right he was, the green uh, lantern i think i think that's who it was um yeah but don't but don't fact check us uh, right he, no, he was great never. and it made it made that scene powerful and you know it's going to set up captain america four or whatever the new captain america is going to be the john walker thing was cool um and they also gave us a really gory scene right where he like almost pretty much decapitated yeah. that dude with yeah, the yeah, shield yeah. so some some visual elements that will be used i think down the road and i think that also not i think but it's set up val it's set up val and the dark avengers whatever we want to call that team mm-hmm. that she's building so sure that that was cool but yeah like ultimately it was just a um let's just move these characters along this way like that that was the main purpose of that but loki was you know obviously it's the the male i haven't seen spider-man but it's pretty much seems like it's leading up to like one of the main breakers of the multiverse, right? Like Loki and WandaVision more Loki, it seems. Cause yeah. if you kill, he remains dude. Like, I guess <laughs> you know what happens after that. I, I um, think, I think you can't talk about Marvel without talking about both, you know, the Disney plus shows and, and the films, right? I mean, not, you, not you say Marvel, but you have to watch the shows. Well, certainly I think it adds an element to what you're watching. It adds an understanding to what you're watching, which is fantastic. And I, I've said it all along that the, the one of the great things about the Disney Plus shows is, and, and actually the universe, again, just the universe, is they, they seem to have thought out so many of the steps, right? They, they are four and five steps ahead. Why are we including this in this show? What are we doing here? What do we want to achieve with this show? So not only do you get a deeper understanding and expansion of the universe, uh, um, you know, a deeper understanding of the, of, of, of the characters, but but also the the universe is expanding and adding different elements and different pieces, and that's what I think is is is, is so fantastic, right? Uh, Loki obviously set us up for the multi multiverse, right? 
And, and and now we're heading there. I mean, obviously, uh, Spider-Man gave us a, t- a taste of that for any of you that have seen that film. But uh, then we've got, you know, the Doctor Strange film. Right. Um, uh, so, you know, it, it's 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 obviously headed in that direction. And all of these shows are all contributing to those elements, to that piece, to your understanding of that world, which is which is great. I mean, nothing is wasted. Every scene, every moment seems to have a meaning. Right. It, it, nothing is just done just because. And that's what I love is that the investment uh, of time to building a, just a great story. If you like the story or not, you know, so be it. I get it. But uh, but it, it, it's something. And I, and I guarantee you it's going to be one of those things where you're going to watch a film and you're going to go back and go, oh, you know, there was something about that in the Winter Soldier or in Loki or in Hawkeye. And you're going to want to revisit that to get to get again. Remind yourself of why this is so important. I love that. It, it shows that the filmmakers, the directors, the yeah. EPs, they're fans and they, they yes. understand the stuff. They, and they're also getting better at like keeping things under wraps because the internet and the reporters, they're getting better at leaking stuff. And maybe it's even studio executives that are leaking stuff because Spider-Man had zero marketing and yet was all over the place. So it's like, you know, they're, right. they're, they're getting smarter about how they build that. But, and I do think, and with like the Eternals, Shang-Chi movies, they're building this like fantasy, you know, outer space type of Marvel. And then yeah. with shows like Hawkeye and even sometimes with Spider-Man, right? Because Spider-Man, yeah. it will eventually go back to, you know, he, he's Pete, he's yeah. New York, you know, like, you know, right. like, so it will get back to the, the smaller scale. So we'll have our smaller scale city earthbound villains, and then we'll have our bigger galactical battles with, you know, Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy and the Warlock mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Loki and one, you mm-hmm. know, like, so, and then like people like WandaVision kind of bridge that gap between two worlds. Cause like right now she's just chilling after her. Yeah. Mind, mind fuck for lack of a better right, word of the right. people in Westview. And, you know, clearly she's going to be a menace in Dr. Strange. And so yeah. like, you know, whether that she's a good menace or a bad menace, you know, so it's, it's very fascinating to see where they go from here. Uh, did you see any of the movies that Marvel released you know, last year? Shang-Chi, um, I think you did, um, but you, you and you and Eternals. What about those? I, I did not see Eternals, uh, but Shang-Chi, uh, I, I saw that. Uh, Spider-Man saw that. So I, I could see the, the the thread. I was very excited to see where and how they're all going to come together. I imagine they're going to. Uh, but I have not had a chance to see Eternals. I know it's available now on Disney+. Plus. It is, uh, actually. Again, two and a half, uh, two and a half hour running time. So you got to give yourself plenty of time. But I definitely want to check that out. I've heard mixed reviews, but uh, you know, now that I can watch it for free, I'll definitely want to check it out. One hundred percent. Also, Black Widow. Have not seen Black Widow. Oh, yeah, I uh, want oh, yeah. to check that out. So, uh, but um, you know, I, I mean, even even when when it's bad, it's 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 not so bad, you know, kind of thing, right? You're gonna get you're you're gonna be entertained. So uh, that's why I don't mind checking those films out. You know, yeah, and and nothing against Black Widow, but that was one that if there's a movie in the entire Marvel timeline that you could miss and really? not miss it, I, I that's my guess. That's my guess, right? Okay, and it's like if you need one that doesn't like you want to move this, this doesn't move the story forward. I imagine right. it doesn't. It yeah. only uncovers some of her past. Yeah, it introduces us to Yelena. So yeah, but then she's in Hawkeye. So I mean, like 
Right. There's there's nothing in and and spoiler for you because you haven't seen Hawkeye, but yeah. she's in she's in Hawkeye, and so was Wilson Fisk. Okay, which, which we kind of talked Very about. Very excited, yes. Yeah, he was in it for just a, two episodes, maybe like five minutes total. But um, they they were leading towards that, and I'm glad yeah. they went there, and I'm glad they had the yeah. same exact actor, just like in Spider Man. Oh, he's great. Um, they brought back what's his name to play Daredevil, Charlie Cox. Um, yeah, Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, and yeah, I'm just excited because Daredevil. Did you see Daredevil the show? I did. I did. I was a huge that, fan of the show. That shit was badass, dude. Yes, it like, was. That was by far their best show. Yeah. You know, and I put it up there with Loki and like WandaVision. I think yeah. it was that good. Like it really was. And if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's yeah. really, it's really good. I 100%. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Definitely check that out. Yeah. yeah um, and Foggy is played by one of the guys from Mighty Ducks. So, like, there's so many ties there. If you're like a nerd <laughs> like us and you grew up on this stuff, you're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I recognize that guy." And it, it's good. He's a believable blind dude. Like, yeah. But I, like, I say that with I have eyes, <laughs> but <laughs> I can see. But like, he's he played a believable, and I know zero blind guys, but like, he he it, it was believable for me at least. Right, right. You know, you know the the problem with the Netflix shows, and and there were. Uh, a few of those. Uh, what is it? Iron Fist. They had Defenders. Uh, uh, Janet yeah. Jones, right? Am I getting uh, that right? Um, no, it was uh, something. Something Jones. Oh man. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Jessica Jones. Excuse Jessica me. Jones. I'm so sorry. Jessica Jones. <laughs> Janet. Janet. Jackson. Janet. Maybe Janet. Maybe I'm Jan thinking. Jackson. Yeah, I'm thinking of another Jones. Um, but the two that stood out for me were one was the other one was a Punisher, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 certainly Daredevil. The problem with the Netflix shows is you could tell there were some budget constraints, right? It was a very, very slow burn and there were some great payoffs, but, but not enough. Disney Plus, well, you've got Disney money, you know, you know, backing them. And so they're able to get to these very exten uh, uh, extensive and expensive set pieces and, and action pieces oh, and what have you. And so that's why I'm very excited to see what they could conceivably do, whether they incorporate the daredevil character into some of the shows or do a, another standalone show uh, having uh, accepting and understanding that Charlie and, 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 and Vincent uh, D'Onofrio, sorry, uh, are, 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 you know, playing uh, uh, Kingpin uh, are there and they're willing to absorb them into the universe and having them continue play those roles. I mean, I think it's just, it's just awesome. You know, you made the point. They are fans, the, 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 the producers, the directors, everybody involved. They're truly fans of, 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 of that space, of, of these characters. And so it, it's just, you know, it's a really exciting time, right? And, yep. and, and, I'm, and I'm super excited to get them to the point where, you know, you see Spider-Man and the Kingpin face off i mean that's his oh, number one we gotta, we gotta get there right? yeah so like, we have to get there i mean like he's a, the kingpin is a big part of the spider-man game he's yeah. the main villain there and it's like we all know we need to get back to get to that point and if we can get to the point where spider-man is on a disney plus show yeah. i mean now we're talking about like that that's a whole different game now dude like it, it, it's definitely exciting. And I think one thing before we switch over to the next topic is yeah. they've kept those same people. Like Luis D'Esposito has been an EP on every single project. Like yep. him, Taika, they're all like consulted. And mm -hmm. even like even Josh Whedon, dude, like they get his, they're like, okay, well, you were involved in this project. Like, what yeah. do you think? Like, yeah, they do it right. Even when yes. they switch directors, they do it right. And Star Wars, even though they're owned by Disney, it's like, you know, if you have a big enough company, the different departments feel like silos. So it's like, yeah. 
Disney's like, hey, everybody in, in Star Wars needs to go to the Marvel class for like a week and <laughs> shadow everyone there, like learn how it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great cooks in the kitchen and the flavors continues to be there, right? They, the, the recipe, they're, they're, they're working from that same recipe and so far it's been damn good. So ch- check out those shows by all means, go see uh, Spider-Man. You haven't seen it, highly recommend it. Fantastic film. Yeah, you know, you have if you are kind of on the fence about the Disney Plus shows, this is your, you know, yeah. go go watch them. You if you pretty much are a Disney Plus subscriber for one month, you can go watch all the Disney Plus shows. You yeah. can watch Eternals, you can watch Shang-Chi, and all you gotta do is just go buy a ticket for Spider-Man or just wait. You know, you can just wait too. I mean, at some point, you know, these studios are not gonna keep movies in theaters for so long with COVID continually existing, yeah. you know, or at yep. least the way we act as a public towards COVID. Right. Um, I think that's that. Any any uh, final touches on Marvel before we? Uh... No, no. Do we want to? Do we want to get into Spider Man at oh, all? Or do we want to jump yeah, into Boba? Yeah. No, no. I think we should get into Spider Man just a tiny bit. I was okay. going to ask you who is your favorite villain of all the villains that appeared in there, and oh, I think I think wow, I, you know, that's a that's a great question. Um, well, the 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 truest villain certainly was was uh, Osborn, right? The Green Goblin. Right. He, he was the truest villain. I, th- I love what they did with uh, with the other characters where, you know, they, would, they certainly were villains, but but there was God, there's an understanding there. You got to watch the film. They, they, they get where they're at. They get what they're doing. They, they, they were excited to play the roles. They were able to bring them all back. You know, they didn't replace a, one actor with another kind of thing uh doc ock was fantastic that right? that's the one that i i heard the most and i've seen you know i've seen a lot of those clips yeah. on youtube and yeah. like because even when doc ock and spider-man 2 he wasn't a f- bad guy bad yeah guy. Yeah, like, yeah 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 i don't he, even want to call him a villain you know not, he's manipulated by technology right yes and, and greed yeah but like even you know and I want to see it because of the emotional moments that you're talking about. Yeah. And those who have seen the movie know. Yeah. And like an alpha, Alfred Molina is just like really good as an actor. So he's, like, he's fantastic. I'm telling you, that's the difference, man. They actually get good actors to play these roles. You, you're, you're shocked at how good they are playing these, these superheroes who have been played so campy and, and maybe iterations pass but then you get an alfred molina and you're like oh yeah okay world-class actor you, you know and and take a quick tangent like just it's gonna yeah. take a couple of minutes but i'm listening yeah. to a podcast called the rewatchables from the ringer and they're talking about father of the bride and, sure you know steve martin and you know but they're like diane keaton was that was not a role they were expecting her to play but it's like uh-huh. if you have the good actor in a role that yeah. doesn't need a good actor it yeah. makes that role <laughs> it makes that role like top notch like yep and that's what they did. It's like, yeah, any Joe Schmo could have played Alfred, you know, Doc Ock, but it's like sure. they got Alfred Molina. And it's like, yeah, if you get Alfred Molina or if you get freaking Willem Dafoe. W- Willem, man- Willem Dafoe. Yeah. He's an absolute maniac. Like yeah. I've seen, I saw a couple of scenes where it's just like, this dude is insane. And <laughs> like, it, that's what you need. You need those kind of dudes that are willing to buy into the role. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now, nah, like, this is fun for me. And yeah, that's, that's dope. No, no, I, I, I could not agree more that the quality of the acting is so much better in these films. Um, but 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 Doc Ock, going back to that, I mean, I, I again, I wouldn't even call his character a villain in this one. And I hope I'm not spoiling anything. But although he is technically a villain, you'll see that his 
as you said, his reasoning for why he did what he did is, is, is one that uh, was not up to him. Right. And, and that's easily explained. I, I think it was explained in, in, in the Spider-Man films, the original anyway. But in this one, it really stands out and really comes up. And there's almost like a redemption that, that occurs. Right. And for, then the introduction. Yeah. And the introduction then of the of the other two uh, Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire. Right. And uh, and Garfield. I can't remember the kid's first name. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. I mean, and, and there's actually a scene in this one. There's a throwback to something that occurs in the films that he was in, where it makes you feel like I got to go back and watch his interpretation of, of Spider-Man. Right. And it's, it's interesting too, because uh, I, I read this somewhere and it's a, it's a, it's a great, uh, you know, sort of a great analysis of, of how differently the characters are played. You know, Tommy McGuire had his, his way of portraying Spider-Man and, and, and Garfield has his right. And then, and then Tom Holland has, has his, of course, but you see it played out right in front of you, right? How, you know, Tom Holland, you could almost argue plays like the typical teenage Spy, uh, Peter Parker, as we know him in the comics, right? Sort of unsure of himself, et cetera. The other two, the other two did the same thing, but to varying degrees. Garfield's take on Spider-Man is more of that smart-ass, you know, uh, quick-witted type, right? And 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 again, it, it plays out on the screen, and 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 that's what I thought was really cool about it is you get to see all three interpretations of the Spider-Man as they played him, and 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 you know, it's 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 great, it's great. I'm glad they didn't tell anybody they were in the movie. No, we all, man. we all kind of knew. Yeah. But it was still cool to be surprised because that's something we're not getting as fans. Like no. everybody's like, oh, Spider-Man leak, Batman leak, Google, yeah. Google, Google, Google. Yeah. It's like your head's going to fucking explode. Man. Yeah. It's like, just like let the surprises happen and maybe you'll be surprised. Like, yeah. And have fun. Like, at a, oh, my God. Like, but then again, we're all nerds, man. We need to know everything all the time. So I, 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 uh, I, I, I had tried to stay away from all of that for as long as I could. I actually saw Spider-Man. Gosh, I want to say a couple of weeks after. After it came out, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember the exact time frame, but but I was in a theater, and when you see all three Spider Mans together for the first time, I remember there was this moment when I looked around the theater, going, "Does anybody else not see this? Aren't you guys fucking excited?" Because I expected there to be a real reaction, and 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 there wasn't. There was like a couple of here and there, like woo, you know that kind of thing, but like there wasn't like the big thing. But again. It's probably because everybody knew what was coming. So, you know, they had gotten past that particular stage. But I, I'm, I was imagining myself watching this film like everybody else on opening day. And I'm sure the reaction would have been very different. And that's also when I came to the realization of, you know what? There are some films, there are some moments that need to be seen in this communal environment. Because it adds to the enjoyment of the film and the surprise. And yeah, the acknowledgement like, holy shit, uh, you know, yeah, we're all fucking nerds and we're all really digging this shit. You know what I mean? So very cool moment. Very cool. Very cool moment. It's like when when Cap picked up um, Mjolnir and like when he (laughs) he, he finally said um, Avengers Assemble, it's like those little things. It's like the little nudge of your buddy. If you're exactly like, you know, yeah, you know. um, but yeah. I, I think that's a, this is the perfect time to take a quick break, and then we'll move into Book of Boba Fett. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, or if it's just gentlemen or one lady, I don't know who's <laughs> listening. <laughs> um, I just needed to get a quick beer. But, you know, like in, to everybody else, it was one second. I wasn't even gone. 
It's a beauty nope. of editing. What are you enjoying? What are you having tonight? I'm actually having some Michelob Ultras. I don't want to get too heavy. Um, okay. You know, when your kid wakes up at 6 a.m. and you work for like 12 hours, like those, if you have one, you know, heavy beer, you're going to fall asleep. Like, Done. Um, you know, it's, I've seen these memes where it's like a, a gamer dad getting ready for the night. And he has this like bag of chips. He has a beer. He turns on his uh, gaming system. And then five minutes later, he's like, mm, he's out. <laughs> out cold. Out cold. That's like my life. Um, and then I, but then I, uh, then we're having another baby. So um, yeah, if I can, amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm excited. How, how many weeks? Dude, we have like five weeks or four weeks left before this right. child is born. So right around the Super Bowl. Nice. Right Good Super luck. Bowl. Thank you. Hopefully the Niners are playing, but most likely not. <laughs> <laughs> most likely not. No. Um, so let's go on to, we're going to go from fantasy to probably more of a reality than the Niners in the Super Bowl, <laughs> the Book of Boba Fett. Yes. <laughs> so um, yes, Book of Boba Fett. This was quite a surprise when it was announced at the end of the Mandalorian. I don't yeah. know how many people actually were expecting the series to happen. You know, like yeah. it was cool that Boba was in Mando and you're like, okay, yeah. well, last time we saw this dude, he was like in a Sarlacc pit and now he's like in the Mandalorian. So like what yeah. happened? So the book of Boba Fett gives you a little bit of those answers. So I'm two episodes in Europe's three episodes in it's, yeah. it's what it's the 13th of January. So the episode just came out, I think, yesterday on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. It drops on Wednesdays. Yep. So what are you thinking of the show, man? What are your thoughts of the Book of Boba Fett so far? I mean, I I, I love it, right? Uh, you know, it's it's Boba Fett, right? It's a character that you know for some reason just gained a huge wave of popularity with with the films, right? It's always been a popular character, even though I would guess his his actual screen time is all of maybe half hour if you add up all the screen time from the films, maybe I've- maybe just to hear more. I think it's right? maybe less than that. To be maybe, maybe less than that. You're probably right, but it's just a very beloved character, and and the whole, uh, you know, the the whole Mandalorian, you know, bounty hunter, you know, world in that space, uh, is just so popular. And book book of Boba Fett, though, it, 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 I love it. Yeah, I think you said it. Uh, you know, and us just talking, stripped down certainly from the Mandalorian. He's not traveling all over the the the, the galaxy. He's just on Tatooine. But uh, that's okay because we're learning the backstory. We're, well, how did he get out of the Sarlacc pit? Uh, what, what's he going to do now, right? How did he? How did he survive and and thrive? And and what's going on now? And one of the things that we mentioned in our previous conversation about the Marvel films is having real, true fans helming this, right? Whether it's mm-hmm. a director, producer, actor level, etc. And Book of Boba Fett, no exception. Uh, John Favreau. I mean, this guy, legend, the legend. you know, y- you think about it and you just wonder how much better would the last three Star Wars films been if this guy had had a chance to be involved, right? Directing, producing, whatever, man, because this guy seems to understand the mythos behind it. He really gets into it. He understands where the payoffs are. I mean, I remember watching this dude years and years and years ago. I was listening to KLSX 97.1 radio in LA. Ricky Rackman was interviewing these two guys. He's Ricky Rackman from uh, Headbangers Ball MTV had this show on KLSX. And he was interviewing these two cats for this movie that was coming out. He was trying to get publicity going for this movie, which he swore was a fantastic movie. The movie was Swingers, of course, right? Oh, man. With Vince Vaughn and John Favreau. Great movie. And I mean, fantastic film. But I never would have guessed that this guy would be doing what he's doing now and just being so goddamn good at it. 
And, and that's what it is. He, he just understands, he gets it. And he, and he puts in this, these amazing scenes and storylines and, you know, people have been saying that, well, it's not the Mandalorian. It's like, yeah, you're right. It's not the Mandalorian. You're absolutely right. It's, it's telling a different side, a different story, but this guy is hooked in. He's, he understands it. He gets it as a, as just a fan. And, and it's, it's been great. I mean, it really is really, really well done. You know, right now we are at the point where Boba is establishing, establishing himself as what is it? The Dymo there right. on Tatooine. And, and, uh, you know, it's not so easy to, to, to be a, a gangster as they say. So he's figuring that out. Right. But, um, yeah, it, it, um, it is as you can tell I'm excited. No. And, and for sure. And, and like you see, like episode two was, was really good. And uh, excellent. Excellent. And, and there wasn't really any, like, there's not much talking, you know, no. and, but this just goes <laughs> to show you great, great story, mm-hmm. great cinematography. I mean, it's yeah. just, a, it's a visual treat because a lot of the, a lot of the star Wars films, the original ones. Yeah. You saw like, it was in the seventies, dude, like eighties, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they didn't have this technology. So it wasn't a yeah. lot of like Mandalorian, like traveling from planet, <laughs> planet, planet to planet. You're on Tatooine because it looks like, Tatooine looks like Arizona or wherever the hell they're yeah. shooting, right? So it's like, <laughs> yeah. But there's stories to be told there. And like what we were talking yes. about in the, pre, in the pre-show is like, we're seeing the Tuscan Raiders. They're like, uh, yeah, like th- that. What the fuck are the Tuscan Raiders? Why are they here? What do we yeah. care about them? And watch this show. Yeah. You'll care about them. You'll care lot, about them a lot. And they're more than just the guys who just like um, are. You know, like take stuff from people, or the ones that um, old Benji, uh, right, you know, like right. they had to sound right. like an old in episode four. <laughs> but and you're you're seeing that like even Boba was humbled by them, yeah. and you know learned how to be a leader and learned how to rise in a community, yeah. and which is and that there's a reason he wants to lead the way he leads in mm-hmm. um, even uh, in a you know. Granted, it is a crime lord's path, right? So I guess you yeah. can't be the nice guy all the time, but yeah. um, he's definitely, it's definitely a fascinating series. And you know, there's going to be a lot more action. The hand to hand combat has been pretty solid so far. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even though there is a bit of a, like you said, the monster of the week vibe yeah. sometimes, but there was a lot of story in episode two. So it, it was yeah. really, it was a really good episode. And obviously, the actors. You know, I, I forgot the the actor's name who plays Boba Fett, but he's just phenomenal. You know, he, right. he he's also a, a super fan, loves going to all the nerd conventions. So it's like if you have that kind of blend where, yeah. you know, a genius behind the scenes writing, uh, good directors and a good vision, like yeah. you, you have a rock solid show and Disney's money. Helps. Uh, uh, you know, I, uh, he, he, yeah, I, I forget his act, his name too. If anybody's listening, I'm sure they're probably yelling out the actor's name right now, wondering how the hell we don't know his name. Sorry, right, I, right, I right. Doesn't you know something I have right in the top of my head? But he's fantastic. He's probably a guy that would have been perfectly happy doing these comic cons and other things and being the Boba Fett and all of this, and 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 uh, and Django Fett. But instead, you know, he he's he's uh, you know this amazing character adding such a layer of complexity to, to the character. Again, great actors, great guest stars. Um, episode two is, is by far my favorite, but the, the other two episodes are, are, are not bad by any means, right? They're, they're just different. You know, they, they shift, right. uh, um, you know, speeds uh, quite often between these, these, uh, these episodes. 
but you know, definitely still worth a watch. Definitely world building, universe building, and and that's what gets me excited. I I would love for them to in the next series, whatever they do, whether they remain with these characters or not, explore other parts of the galaxy, right? But because uh, you know, we've kind of we've kind of been a lot of in that you know space of the dust and the sand and sort of that hard scrabble way, you know. But uh, but again, if if you've got these guys helming it. You're going to be super excited. And they're introducing a lot of great stuff, not only from the films, but from the comics, right? There's, there's a character introduced in this last, um, in this last episode, uh, a a Wookiee bounty hunter. Oh, I forget forget his name, but yeah, the black, the black Wookiee. (laughs) That looks. Yeah. I think we're going to see a lot more of him, but he's fucking tremendous. Actually, was he introduced in, in, uh, in two? I think episode two was it was was he episode introduced two, right? Yeah, episode yeah, two. and and we, then three he plays. We also a, saw Boba Fett's fat ass cousins. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, J- Jabba Jabba's fat ass yes, cousins. Yes, 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 and we see a little bit more of them in three. But that's that's the thing, dude. I mean, all of these characters that you saw maybe played a, a couple of uh, scenes here and there are now brought back, and the and the, and the, the way they tell their story. It's just it's just a cool visual to see and a, and a cool throwback and 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 that's what I love too is is again they, they rather than than just saying look only the films are canon or only this they are okay with saying yeah let's pull something from from the comic let's pull something from uh, a, a book or story that was written I I would love for them because I think I think you know there's so much to be seen and and talked about and discovered i would love to for them to do more comics or books frankly on yeah. on some of these storylines that maybe aren't or can't be done on the screen but can certainly be done in other formats you know i mean yeah we have the tano series coming out yeah we have um kenobi which is going to be yeah. like <laughs> yeah like i uh, that's i i'm probably looking forward to that mm-hmm. the most of any like like Star Wars content, uh-huh. um, and, and hey, I don't have to leave my house. Like number one, like, you know, it's just gonna be <laughs> right. Right, on, right on my TV. It's pretty nice. Yep. Um, but he was probably the my favorite part of the new Star Wars shows or the okay. new Star Wars movies. Yeah, I thought you and McGregor was great. Like he was yeah. just a great addition to the universe. And yeah, like like what Marvel's been doing. They've been retconning yeah. these old crappy movies that people have been hating on. They're like, actually, yeah. it's important now. <laughs> right right I, and look they did that with the clone wars they, yeah. with the clone wars uh, season seven or whatever they're like you know episode three i know it's kind of like you know maybe the best of the trilogy uh-huh. they're like now it's going to be one of the most important movies in star wars history like it, it it's now there's like so many moments in between episode three and episode four there's they're generating this whole world that's where the mandalorian takes place and right, you know, right it's after i'm sorry that's that's between six and seven yeah so like there, there's just a lot you know like i think you know there's, there's just a, a, a lot of filler spaces right there's right you know, we're seeing that's where these these exist right but i think between six and seven um like where Mandalorian yes, this, this is what book, yeah this is Boba. taking place during that same time frame but but i get what you're saying just in these quiet and, times if you will right maybe when nothing it was just like, oh, episode three happens, you know, at the end, uh, you know, he becomes Darth Vader, et cetera. And then we see him in episode four and he's already fully, f- fully formed and he's, you know, uh, taking Leia hostage. 
no, 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 no. What what happened there? Let's let's see. Let's maybe some intriguing and, and points, etc. Sure happen. The, the Kenobi series is going to go into that um, one, and I'm very looking forward to that tremendously. And I think there's going to be the Old Republic series, yeah, which may give us some insight before Episode One. Uh-huh. And you know, uh-huh. th- there's just there's just a lot there, and if they have the right people in, involved, then you know, people will come. And they, you know, I think Disney understands now what is movie worthy what is theater worthy and yeah. what is disney plus show worthy yeah and i think they have a better understanding of that now than two years ago i agreed agreed i i won't we just talked about spoilers i won't spoil episode three for you Ooh. but uh there's a an actor who you would never think would show up in one of these types of films that shows up well in, in this type of show and who shows up on this show they, I think they you'll get that. a kick out of they, it. They pull, like, look at Mandalorian. When I saw Timothy Oliphant, I'm like, what yeah. the hell is he doing here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> what yeah, is yeah. he? You know, like, so they do that. They have the ability to pull like, these actors. And that's, and maybe that's why some of these like DC movies suck or some of these other movies suck. And that's maybe, <laughs> like, it's because like, and even with like, you, if you have the, if you have the good director who understands the role, then yeah. like for Spider-Man, for example, then you can bring in a Willem Dafoe. Yep. Alpha Molina. There is a willingness to replay these roles. Like, you know, yeah. have you heard the quotes before this movie from Tom Holland? He's like, I don't know. I think I'm done playing Spider-Man. This yeah. maybe, maybe he's pulling our leg and pulling right. our one. It's like, why right. would you do that? The prime of your career. And now he's like, now I want to play Spider-Man as an adult. Like, okay, buddy. Like, sure. <laughs> but, but because he wants to be involved because there's people, there's a group yeah. of people there and know i I, it seems like at least to that this side of star wars has it let's hope to do the same thing with the movies agreed 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 absolutely i think it's a good segue to transition to some show recommendations so yeah um, i know you have at least one so take the take the floor and then i'm gonna figure something out while you're doing that so so in the same vein and and we just we just said how dc is screwing some things up but one of the things they appear to be getting right is the expansion of some of their world some of their space going beyond the the you know the batman and superman which i love you know i've I've always been a fan of the justice league as a kid probably more so than marvel for a long long time but with the suicide squad they entered they introduced on screen a character the peacemaker right played by john cena former former uh pro wrestler uh who who does a pretty good job in suicide squad right pretty funny fits in does well well he's got his own show now He's funny. He's a funny he, dude. He 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 does an all right job. You know, as a pro wrestler, I, I, a huge pro wrestling fan. I was not a major fan of his per se, but okay, I got it. I understood why the people liked him. But in in these shows uh, or in that movie Suicide Squad, and in this show Peacemaker on HBO, he does a fantastic job. Funny guy, and it it expands the universe. And uh, three, there's three episodes available currently. I watched all three, binged them. Uh, I loved it. I love the show. Mm-hmm. I love the raunchiness of it. I love the craziness of it. Craziness of it. There's a lot of like su- in the Suicide Squad, oh shit moments. I mean, it's it's helmed by the same person, the same director who did Suicide Squad, right? James Gunn, right? Oh, also, so he, he does series too. Perfect. Right. He does a series as well. Fantastic. So again, same cook in the kitchen using the, using the same mm-hmm. recipe, which, which worked in Suicide Squad fucking great i mean fucking great laugh out loud moments crazy ass moments fucking amazing 
shit you'll see uh, uh some uh, a lot of what do they call that just random nudity not of john cena thankfully but uh you know a, a lot of just, a lot randos. Of, just just a lot of titty shots which you know i can appreciate right uh having grown up in the 80s and and seeing all of those types of porkies films and shit like that but i mean it's great it's a really really funny goes fast well-paced um story and 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 again they 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 talk about you know uh, certain characters in the DC universe and space and they mention them, but they're not critical to the plot or 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 storyline or you know what have you. They're just they exist in the same world and and that's good and that's okay. And uh, you know I, I love it. I can't recommend it enough. I'm I'm excited to see Excellent. what it uh, what the next few episodes hold. Yeah. Excellent, man. I, I've seen the previews for it. Um, it looks funny. John Cena is just a funny dude in general. Like, I, I think he's just a very funny guy. Um, yeah. It seems like he yeah. has a good sense of humor. He's not bad uh, as an actor. So um, he's so- not terrible. He's not so, so much that it distracts, it, that takes away from the film or from the show or anything else, right? Like, there are some moments like, okay, the dude's a little stiff and, and, uh, you can see that he's, he's he's trying a little a little too hard at times, but it 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 doesn't say it doesn't make you say yeah I'm not watching this right you you're like no this is this is good enough I'll stick around for sure and they surround him with a with a really really good cast I think okay. not a, not huge names not no one no one no major you know no Alfred Molina's no William Defoe's what Willem Defoe's but uh, but you know good for what it is that's yeah. good man. I actually have been watching something um, on the way back machine. Okay. I've been, I started watching Seinfeld. No shit. From the okay. Beginning. Yeah. And, <laughs> like, and, I, and I have, you know, I think that show stopped in 97 and I was 12 years old. So I think Seinfeld yeah. was a little, a little over my head at 12 years right. old, but now like, Dude, I saw George Casanza on the show in like season three. Said he's like, I'm like 34 years old. And I was like, Are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got this 30. Right. I'm like, I'm 36, dude. Like, yeah. what? So yeah. it's, it's, you know, it, Great show. it starts off slow for sure. Yes. It starts yes. off slow, but Kramer by far is the best part of the show in the early seasons. Yeah. I'm just waiting for Jerry Stiller. I just want, I want Jerry Stiller. Like <laughs> Frank Costanza. That's what I want, man. Like yeah. he, he's so good. And obviously if you don't know, Jerry Stiller died in 2020. Jerry Stiller is Ben Stiller's dad. And if you've seen heavyweights, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Like Jerry Stiller is a, a legend. Um, I'm, I, I'm I think a, that show hits its stride in, in season three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't oh, know. Per- when, I don't, I don't know when his dad, when, you know, the, the Costanza's me, come me in neither, but to the picture, but, uh, but I mean, I think season three is really when they hit their stride, when they kind of figured some things out, who the characters are and, and they just, the ridiculousness of that show and, and how, scenes and moments tie into each other at the at the very end how they do it so masterfully so fucking beautifully is just it's just great i mean larry, larry david man you know like oh. he's he's a genius and him and seinfeld are the geniuses behind the show we know that but it's crazy how relevant some of these episodes are still yes like, yes it's like people don't change dude like technology no. changes things change around it but like the human behavior—it's so predictable. Like you can these—that's why these shows are so funny. If they're—if these shows are good, they're good. Like, well, well, the, the best—the best explanation I, I, I ever heard about the popularity of Seinfeld was that you know it, it, when you compare it to to life, right? Very few of us learn 
any less in, 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 in a few days, even years, let alone 30 minutes, right? You watch these other shows by comparison, and at the end of the episode, they figure things out, they have their little moment, and, and, and everybody leaves for the better, right? But in the next episode, they're right back to being who they are, and they go through this stupid cycle. But Seinfeld never accepts that these people learn a goddamn thing. They're always going to be the <laughs> fucking people that they are, right? Every single fucking episode. And, and that's where, the, you know, that's why it's funny. That's where hilarity ensues, because... You know, you know who these people are. They don't it's make relatable pretense. It's it's so re- and it's relatable and it's completely fucking relatable. I don't know if you're a fan of his other show of Larry David's other show, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh I'm my God. 100%. Huge fan, oh my right? goodness. Yes. Same you kind of thing. Lots enough. of time. You can't recommend it enough. It, you know, it, it, somebody's going to watch Curb and say, oh, that's Seinfeld. No, no. It's the same guy. So of course there's, there's the same elements to it. I mean, famously Jason Alexander, you know, playing George, He's playing Larry David. 100%. That's who he's playing. And, and, and that, that's who he is, right? All of those, all of that shit is just an extension of Larry David, who he really is. You know, and he'll admit it. Oh, but, and if you've seen, if you've seen Curb, yeah. And do you know that George is 100% Larry David? Like, absolutely. He's not Seinfeld. A lot of people think, no. like he, not, no, no, no. Seinfeld's the main character, but George is, <laughs> George is yes. Larry. Like, there's, so yes. No, and I see George, and it's like, he's so neurotic. He's so like, <laughs> Yeah, I just the episode that we just watched was the one where he got a massage and he questions his sexuality, and it's like by the male masseuse, and and he's he's like, it moved. He he's like, it moved. Yeah, yeah, it's so it's so it's so stupid and it's so over the top, and yeah, there's not a lot of it's a very white show. So if you're looking for diversity, not not your cup of tea. But Mm -hmm. it's funny, and they don't go into like it's not like today's shows where it's like so full of racial humor and so full of like no. It's it's just it's dumb. It's just dumb and and pretty funny. Uh, obviously, no one would ever have a, a neighbor like Kramer and allow them into their house. But it's funny. <laughs> like it, it's just it's fun. It, it's a very yeah. funny show. So agreed. Um, and at 20, nice. 24, 25 minutes an episode, like yeah, it's a great show. Like because we've watched like The Office, and, you know, like I don't need to watch The Office a million times. Like I, I, yeah. I've seen it. I know it's hilarious. I love it. Um, but I wanted to, you know. Like, and especially when you get this with music, like as you get older, music sounds different. It means different things as you go right. through life differently. So like, I figured like, let's just give Seinfeld a shot. And, you know, we got like four seasons left. So it's, it's awesome, going to be good, right? man. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. All right. So there you go. You have a whole bunch of shows to watch, you know, Seinfeld it's on Netflix. And then the peacemaker is something totally different, but Cena is more talented than people give him credit for. Agreed. Agreed. Hundred so, percent. Check it um, out. HBO Max. There you go. Um, I think it's going to do it for us. Um, I'm actually. I think I'm going to get uh, Apple TV. So I'm going to try and um, watch some Apple TV stuff and talk about it on here. Those, those seems like some good shows. So I'll, I'll check it out. And hopefully our next episode, Manny's back because I know that dude watches more shows than all of us combined. So he, he's able to. And he definitely. I know he wants to have his 45 minutes to talk about Ghostbusters. So right. <laughs> we, we need we need to get him back so we can talk about that. But yep. Um, Alex, it was an absolute pleasure for everybody listening. Thank you so much for giving us a time of day. We're now in what year three of this, even though year two was kind of a poopy year with COVID. We're looking forward to having a much better 2022. Awesome. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Have a wonderful night. Stay safe. And until next time.